Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode. I go by the name Instinct Dreamer. I hope you all are having a really, really good day. So if you're a fan of rap music or and or celebrity gossip, then you've probably heard about rapper Tory Lanez shooting female rapper Meg Thee Stallion in her damn foot. Okay? Y'all... As a black woman and a survivor of domestic violence, I felt very inspired to speak on this. Now, as if the situation itself wasn't crazy, the internet definitely shed light on just how unemotional we've become as human beings and how much we literally lack compassion. Now, if you're spiritual and intuitive like myself, then you're probably not surprised at the targets on women's backs right now. But we'll get into that a little bit later or on another episode. (laughs) But the topic is the shooting, right? And the things I really want to highlight about this. So Meg Thee Stallion did a live and she gave some details on what led up to the shooting. She says that there were four of them in a car, including herself, and there was an argument. At some point, Meg exited the car, not wanting to continue the argument, and she says that this is when Tory Lanez, from the back seat of the car, begins to shoot at her, hitting her in the foot. Now, of course, police were called, and Meg says that because of everything that was going on, including the fact that she had just been shot. Um, the fact that there were four of them and there was a gun in the situation, she didn't feel comfortable enough to speak or elaborate on the situation, um, which is understandable because of the tension between black people and the police right now. So I get it. And it's unfortunate Um, She also described how the police were pretty cold and aggressive, even towards her, um, while she was bleeding. So I understand that she didn't feel safe enough to speak about it. Um, And it wasn't that she was protecting Tory Lanez or protecting anybody in that matter. It was just one of those situations that, you know, for black people... Unfortunately, our reality is just different when it comes to being protected by the police. Um, But let's get into that, right? So here she is. Meg Thee Stallion is shot, bleeding. And as a black woman, you know, still had to fear who was on her side, who to trust in that moment. She's also told that she's being detained and she just didn't even feel safe enough to tell the police anything. So, and it's not right, obviously, you know, and it's not just our reality as black people, but all minorities can understand this. And the worst thing is that it's not just in the U.S., you know what I'm saying? It's all over the world. Um, So it must be highlighted. Also, let's not forget how the Internet treated Meg when this happened to her. People had absolutely no fucks given about the fact that a woman exited a vehicle to avoid further confrontation and was shot. People dragged her in the comments and bashed her 
for shit that had nothing to do with anything. You know, people brought up her height, her music, her past, as if any of this gave Tory Lanez the right to do what he did. It was sick. And I personally blame the music industry. I blame society. And I blame the normalization of blaming women instead of protecting them, especially black and minority women. A lot of women, including myself, know what it's like to deal with abuse from a man. And we know how a man will lie and cover his tracks to appear to be the victim. Okay, this is common. It's not a new thing or situation. So then I wonder, why do we belittle, discredit, and judge the next woman for her story, for her experience? Why we want to put in our two cents until it happens to us? We want to blame the woman until it's us in that same predicament. It's a sick shame, the things that people said. And I truly believe in karma, okay? I believe we all need to watch what we say and type. Be brave enough to say that's what you felt in that moment and evolve. Because God... The creator, you know, has a way of mirroring back to us what we give our energy to. And even when we speak on things that we think we know something about, we can go through a similar experience where you will know that experience personally. And we don't always want to experience everything we judge, right? So be careful with that shit. (laughs) Now, as far as the music industry... I just noticed a difference in how certain artists are promoted. And I'm bringing this up because of some of the comments that I did see online. But take, for instance, Meg, Sweetie, Cardi B, and City Girls. Meg and City Girls and stuff, they're considered, you know, darker-skinned women. All of them gorgeous, but... um. Saweetie and Cardi B are lighter, and Cardi B is like a different ethnicity, I believe, and Saweetie is uh, biracial. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? They are black. We are minorities. But yeah, those two are promoted way different, in my opinion, like their image. You know, it's obviously their image is to come off slightly hard uh, because they are female rappers, but... Part of their image is that they have a boyfriend and stuff like that, right? While Meg and the City Girls are are marketed to be um, independent, single, more masculine, you know, uh, more, it's just different. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Um, And of course, they don't come off or look like that, but... I'm a consumer, I'm a customer, a viewer, and this is how, in my opinion, they're being marketed. And so I feel like if this situation had happened to Saweetie or Cardi B, I just feel like people wouldn't have treated it as if it was like a man-on-man fight or something. You know, and one of the city girls, just to show y'all how they kind of play up certain uh, images, the darker skinned one, she was in jail, um, and the lighter one, 
was out, you know, holding it down for the group and her baby daddy had been murdered. Um, and somehow this all went into how they were being promoted and why, because white people in high places want to control the narrative of our stories. You know, a darker toned woman, it shouldn't be okay for you to be shot. It's not okay that we can't go to the police as minorities and and expect for them to protect us and make sure everything is okay. Because somehow our lives don't matter until we protest. And it's not okay that there is colorism in minority communities. You know, and I understand it comes from an old perspective created during slavery, but we know how stupid that shit is. But in an episode I did a while ago, I talked about leaving an eight-year abusive relationship. And I talked about how that person dragged me to whoever would listen. And I, too, wasn't protected by the police and had to face that harsh reality. You know, it's weird. The police kill black men and disregard the lives of black women. And it really reminds me of this painting. Um, I'm going to do my best to pronounce it right. The Flaying of Marseilles. Go check out the painting. The Flaying of Marseilles. You'll notice people witnessing an injustice, but doing nothing about it. A woman even playing the violin and wolves gaze um, in hunger as the person is being, um, these things are being done to them. It's very symbolic, you know. But yeah, history is definitely repeating itself. But the question is, how will we handle things this time around? Right now, I I just feel like who we elect as president says a lot about the consciousness of the country as a whole, right? Like, think about it. How I talked about us being unemotional and no compassion. Trump, you know, Donald Trump was raised to have that mindset of money over emotions, be unapologetic and make money moves, basically. Um, and there are synchronicities of messages like that all throughout music and movies right now, um, making money moves. And he was taught to put emotions aside, you know, basically is my point. His niece speaks about this in multiple interviews about how between him and his brother, he was the favorite um, to his dad because he really adopted that unemotional mindset. And so I'm not surprised to see our country fall under that same energy. But if that's the case, if that makes any sense to you, um, hide your kids and hide your wives. okay? because now uh, Joe Biden is a big deal. The hair sniffer, you know, the one that's way too friendly with other people's daughters and shit. You know, we're not about to normalize the disregard for women's safety. We're not about to normalize making women out to be objects simply created here, you know, for men. This is not the past. This is about the present. So, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to make this like too long or anything. Um, I just wanted to speak on this because 
you know, like I said, I can relate to Meg Thee Stallion and I understand her when she said she didn't know if she should even speak up. And I have personally witnessed women, uh, black women, how they're being treated by the police and just by a society, even when we're the victim. You know, it's a catch 22 for us and it's horrible and it's sad. But hopefully the more we shed light and discuss these types of matters, a real change can hopefully be made um, through a collective focus. So, but okay, y'all, I'm going to stop here. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, You can message me about today's episode on uh, Instagram at Instinct Dreamer. And until next time, y'all. Be brave and have faith. Peace.